Hello and welcome to the Guernsey Press Football Podcast, supported by Rehoy and Son. Coming up this week, it was a watching brief for Mayor Letizia on Friday as the Lionesses beat Japan. But will she get her England chance against Norway on Tuesday? The latest from her first England camp to come. We'll also reflect on a good point on the road for Guernsey FC with coach Steve Sharman and look back at the latest FNB Premier League action as Rovers rolled over wreck to maintain their title charge. I'm Tony Kerr with Gareth the Prevo this week. How are you doing, Gareth? Hi, Tony. Yeah, good, thanks. And yourself? Good stuff, yes. Yeah. Recovering slightly from my uh, few minutes for Indies and Div 2 yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still, make... still the show again? <laughs> no, yeah, not quite. Just getting berated by John Fernandez on a uh, Sunday afternoon in the sun. It's not not my uh, my first choice for, for how you'd spend a Sunday afternoon. Are you going to be making any more appearances if that's the case? I don't know if I'd want to have John Fernandez yeah. um, berating me at all. <laughs> <laughs> it can only go one way from here. I can only get fitter. So so watch out, Guernsey Football. Um, right, let's talk about Mayor Letizia. Gareth, we slash I started to get a bit excited um, on Friday as news kind of came in of sort of various injuries to the Lionesses squad. Um, you started to think that actually the Guernsey star might get her England debut on Friday night in that game against Japan. It wasn't to be in the end as it was. She was named among the substitutes. Um, so it's kind of all eyes on the Norway game now, tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Um, from what you've sort of seen, read, heard, what's your gut feeling about whether she'll get on? Uh, my gut feeling is she will probably make an appearance. Um, it, it's, it, was, it was made very obvious. I, I watched the whole game against Japan and um, the commentators made it very obvious that Serena Wiegmann doesn't give out caps without um, due cause, really. Um, but by all accounts, since then, um, the England Lionesses manager has sort of pointed out how well Mayer's fitted into the, the squad and she's um, sort of played a full part. She, they've obviously been looking at her in various positions um, with a versatility, obviously uh, a key, sort of looking ahead to possible World Cup squads and what have you. So um, I, I would imagine Japan was looked at as more of sort of like, right, get as strong a side out as we possibly can, make sure that everyone's sort of on the same uh, hymn sheet re- regards that game. Um, they had a bit of a, a bit of a sort of a makeshift back four, considering they were missing both um, Leah Williamson, the captain, and Lucy Bronze, who's sort of regarded as basically the best player. Um, as it turned out, Rachel Daly's uh, switched from left back to right back and scored the opening goal in that game. Um, so it, it wasn't that big a surprise that they opted to pretty much stick with the same back four throughout the throughout that match. But um, you'd imagine they, with the World Cup just around the corner, you'd imagine they'd perhaps try and give these youngsters a, a bit of a bit of a, a, a game, just in the thought that if they're needed come next summer, they it won't be like a rabbit in the headlights sort of um, situation. So I wouldn't be surprised if Mayer was involved against Norway tomorrow. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Um, you mentioned Serena Wiegmann um, there. Yeah, she spoke to the media today. Um, she said about Mayer, um, she's played good in our possession games. She's played in different positions, centre-back, right-back, sometimes defensive mid. Um, she has a natural leadership in her. She's pretty outgoing and she's doing well. So uh, yeah, good endorsement of... Um, um, Mayor's uh, contribution so far to that camp. It looked very outgoing because all the squad <laughs> were out on, a, on a, 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 a sun seeker or something today. They were having a whale of a time down in Spain. And um, yeah, <laughs> so they were obviously having uh, a, a good uh, training camp down there. And uh, But watching them against Japan, you can just see the, the confidence in, I mean, obviously being European champions, it's such a huge thing. And it was a great thing in the summer that they won that tournament. But there's just confidence running through that whole side and 
and amongst the youngsters joining them as well. Um, uh, Jess Park came on for her first appearance on on Friday night and scored within about three minutes of being on. So um, it's, it's obviously a great thing for Maya to be introduced to that sort of environment while they're on such a high. And um, yeah, it's, it's just going to do a no, no end of good in terms of experience already at 20 years old. Well, earlier on, I grabbed a quick word um, with Maya's dad, Darren, who's uh, down in Spain. I don't know whether he's been out on a Sunseeker today uh, or not. Um, but yeah, like the rest of us, I'm sure desperately hoping to see Maya um, get her chance on Tuesday night. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll just have to wait wait and see. And um, you know, they're training at the moment. Um, you know, I'll, I'll speak to her later on. But um, you know, I, I just suspect that um, you know, uh, Serena's got you know a good winning record, and she wants to keep that. And you know, is to keep that sort of momentum moving. So again, I think that you know they'll they'll go fairly strong. Um, Lucy Bronze uh, has gone back to Barcelona. Uh, Beth Mead. Uh, has gone back uh, as well so um you know hopefully uh things are going well but um even if it doesn't start that you know i think you know we'd all be delighted that um if she could just get a, a a few minutes on on the pitch and you know to show to show how she's done it and to sort of um you know sort of the reasoning for all this long long journey that she's been on Stuff that you know, as we said in the in, in her media, it's 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 a, it's a unique journey, and um, you know, it just shows to, to everybody in the Channel Islands that um, you know you can achieve even when we've got that large uh, sort of water between us and the UK. Uh, you, you can do it obviously on Friday night as I say she didn't get on but you were at the game and, and you were saying to me before that you know sort of yeah seeing that that side up up close you know they're a, they're a slick unit and it'll be uh you know it'll be a serious endorsement of Mayor's ability if and when she does sort of get her opportunity yeah I mean you know the line Friday night with, with dominant and um over Japan. Um, and and to be fair, the, the the score line was was a fair reflection on the game, but you know, the movement uh, and and the way that uh, that they moved the ball around the pitch, and uh, I, I suppose with the, the strength and depth that they have, um, you know, it <laughs> it's a seriously seriously unit. I'd like to such a decent unit with depth in there. You know, Lauren James Ebony uh, coming off the bench. And, you know, even sort of walking away from the game and we're sort of chatting. And I mean, in reality, you know, they didn't have three of their better players playing. You know, no Lucy Bronze, no Leah Williamson, no Lauren Head. You know, they are a strong, strong squad. Um, you know, and it was just a delight to watch them. I haven't seen them play for the last couple of years. Um, but, you know, they, they, they're a proper unit, proper handful for, for most. And you can see, you know, the Euros and stuff like that sure they'll go well in the World Cup uh, in July. Darren Atissier there. Um, yeah, that game against Norway, uh, as I say, tomorrow, Tuesday night, another seven o'clock kickoff uh, live on ITV4. Um, so I'm sure uh, we'll all be watching here in Guernsey. Um, right, let's move on to what's been happening elsewhere. And at one stage, Gareth, um, on Saturday afternoon, uh, 
popped down to the rugby for the second half. It was all looking good. Raiders were winning. GFC were winning away. Jersey Bulls were losing in the FA Vars. <laughs> and then in the space of about in the space of about five minutes, uh, Raiders conceded a, a you know, last gasp try. GFC conceded an equaliser away at Marlow. And uh, Bulls scored a last-minute winner to go through in the Vars. Uh, I, I jest. But when all is said and done, a pretty good point for GFC. One all uh, away against high-flying Marlow. Sam Murray with the goal there. Tony Vance wasn't there uh, on Saturday, but we'll be back in the dugout um, for Tuesday night's trip to Binfield. But I did grab Steve Sharman for a quick chat on the phone today to reflect on the match. I began by asking whether they consider it uh, two points lost or a point gain. We would have taken a point just before kickoff and we certainly would have taken a point at, at half time. Um, so we, I felt that we, we defended really, really well and, and, and we'd set ourselves up uh, playing with one striker really with, with in Sam Murray and Danny Hale supporting off the right wing. And, and when we had to make that change in the first half, we sort of, you know, mixes your your your, your sort of team up a little bit uh, um, with Joe Alvarez having to come off. Yet we're more than happy with that point and it, against um, a team that's pushing for um, promotion and pushing in the, the top three places, really. Yeah, fantastic. And, you know, in terms of the league position, it's obviously still very early days and um, there's a long way to go in the season. But just with that point, you know, it lifts uh, Guernsey FC up a couple of places to 16th out of those sort of relegation sort of zone, if you like. Um, is that an important morale kind of a morale booster, a sort of a motivator to, to, you know, to see that you do get a bit of reward for that effort when you do get a point, you know, you can progress up even a couple of places? It really is. You, you, yeah, you can't underestimate. We're, we're in a points sort of uh, world. You, you you need to accrue them and, and every point you get is really well earned in this league. Um, and I, I, I think that, that that for us, we'll look back at it at the end of the season. Yeah, we, 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 we've been building over the last three games. We'll look back at the end of the season as a great point. Yeah, great stuff. Because yeah, some big games still to come, as you say, straight back off um, for a midweek away trip and then a couple of games at home. So big games for different reasons. One against the side right at the top of the table, one against the side kind of right near the bottom. Um, just looking ahead to, to the midweek game, are you able to call upon a, a strong squad for that one? Yeah, we have. Um, I think that there's only a couple of players. Joe Alvarez um, came off with a with with a recurrence of um, a, a sort of groin injury uh, or complaint that he's got, um, and uh, probably Dave Merris, who's who's a teacher who you know who works at, at Lavoie, so he'll probably be unavailable. But looking looking at the rest, I, I, I think um, yeah, we, we we've got a we've got a strong strong group going, and um, I think that the fact that we 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 we're going Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, and I think that's that, that's not a bad thing for us because it builds momentum and and it builds. Um, we, we feel as though we, we we've got a squad building. Um, you know, there there are competition for player for places. You know, Saturday without without Faz and 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 Ross has not been with us for a, a little while, and but he's on his way back. But um, you know, we, we we are still more than competitive, and and I think we haven't been this strong as a as a squad um for for a while really um you, we 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 all know that going away with going cfc sometimes is you know you're you're sort of going away with 13 or 14 players or sometimes 12 so um i think we'll have the full complement on the plane tomorrow and um we'll go with with full of confidence and high hopes to uh, to to bring back some some points well that's really good to hear and um it was nice to see sam murray on the score sheet on saturday we sort of talked a bit about it on the pod in the last few weeks you know that maybe you know, some of those players who are making a step up to Guernsey FC, it will take a little longer. You know, you, you sort of you can't expect them to 
to kind of just adjust to it straight away and, and, and you know reproduce the sort of numbers they would in the Premier League maybe. But for, for someone like Sam, do you feel like things are starting to click for him? Yeah, I do. Sam, um, Sam is, is, has the ability to score goals and it doesn't matter what level you're playing. That ability is innate. At the time. And that's a classic example, that goal on Saturday um, of being in the right place at the right time and, and, and the ball arrives, then he arrives and the connection is, is good and, and he's right in the centre of the goal and the goalkeeper's got no chance. So um, he, he was up against, you know, a, a really good centre half, somebody who's played three or four hundred times for, for, for that club and a very experienced individual and um, I thought as a lone striker and we talked him through his role with 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 Danny Hale's support um, I thought he, he he played really really well on Saturday and and Danny's another player who yes he was around when he was a youngster for Guernsey FC but I, I spoke to him after the last game against Westfield and I think he's really coming into his own he's a he's a real threat and he he's almost got a triple threat Danny um, you know he's he's very dangerous in the air. He he's fantastic running with the ball, and he gave their left back all sorts of problems on Saturday. And 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 the fact is he can score goals. He hasn't yet, but that that's the triple threat. And you know you've got a provider, a goal scorer, and somebody who is who is good at um, good aerially in in both boxes. So so Danny is really coming to his own and and uh, supporting Musa really well. Brilliant. Well, it was a good point on Saturday and hopefully uh, you come back with something on Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, wish you all the best and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Tony. GFC coach Steve Sharman there and uh, yeah, GFC back off, as we say, on Tuesday night uh, to Binfield uh, in the ESPN South Central. Um, Binfield uh, sitting roughly mid-table and um, yeah, good to hear Steve talk about the sort of strength of the squad at the moment and the kind of squad feeling they, that they've got. You know, despite the the sort of relatively patchy start to the season, they're going to be taking a, a strong group away on Tuesday night, and that's uh, that's good to see. Yeah, for sure. And um, obviously, the the performance against Westfield from a week earlier obviously did their confidence some good, even despite the result going against them. And yeah, that's a that's a really impressive point, I think, away from home against Marlow. And um, yeah, if they can just follow that up against uh, Binfield, and I mean, it's a quick turnaround, obviously, so um, they'll be hopefully refreshed from from that point and um, try and get something else on on the road. They've they've actually had a pretty good record on the road so far this season, so. Um, yeah, fingers crossed that they can come home with some more points. Something to build on, definitely for GFC going to that midweek trip and more Greenlands coverage in uh, Tuesday's Guernsey Press, so keep an eye out for that. Um, right, let's talk pre-league just before we finish uh, for this one, Gareth. So my catching results this weekend, um, for sure. Sylvan's 4-2 winners up in Alderney, a couple of red cards in that one. Rangers 6-1 winners uh, against Bells at the KG5, so a second win of the season for Chris Tardiff's side. Um, a decent result as well for Saints over North 2-1. They won at Blanche Pierre Lane. Um, but as far as the league leaders are concerned, it was a, a great day. Um, Rovers beating Valerec 5-0. Our own James Faller was on the line for that one. And I grabbed him for a quick word uh, to get his take. Uh, I think the result was as comprehensive as the scoreline suggested uh, and the performance as well. Um, Rovers from 1 to, I would like to say 11, but uh, with their shirt numbering at Portsmouth, 1 to 50, or probably it was, uh, were excellent <laughs> right across the park. Um, you know, and from the moment they scored their opening goals, you know, the, uh, the, the game was never really in doubt. But uh, I thought the record was so uh, pretty poor. Yeah, and four goals for Finn Whitmore. Um, how good was he on the day? Uh, well, I've said before, he. I think he's the guy who makes um, really makes Rovers tick. Uh, and I thought, yeah, they're very good at the back, very good in midfield. But, you know, Finn is, is the guy who, who gets things moving. And 
wants to be out in the scoring. I, you know, Rex perhaps one glimmer of hope in the game was to take it into half time at one nil. They've been playing against the wind. Um, uh, but then, you know, he won and scored a penalty in the last minute of the half and then an injury time scored this remarkable third goal where headed on a long punt out of defence to nobody in particular. But Damien Larkin headed the ball back into the middle, just kind of got caught in the wind a little bit. And Finn recognised the opportunity and kind of launched himself at it from 25 yards and uh, headed over, backpedalling Phil Frampton and, uh, and into the net. So it was quite a remarkable goal, header from 25 yards. You don't get too many of those. Yeah, I'm thinking like Van Persie against Spain at the World Cup. Uh, that's not one that resonates with me. <laughs> not me. That's one of the best headed goals ever. Um, yeah, I mean, when you look at the, uh, you know, the competition this season, Jim, you know, things are starting to take shape. And obviously for North with Sam Murray kind of taken out of contention sort of regularly at the moment with, with GFC, um, Saints, you know, with Dom Yeom not, not playing so much, it seems. I mean, yeah, as you say, is Finn the sort of, the kind of figurehead forward that, that could lead Rovers to a title this season? Well, certainly. I mean, uh, he is the guy who, who will take Rovers places. I did hear in the... Uh, clubhouse afterwards that apparently he might not see the season out uh, with his plans and that would be seriously detrimental to, to Rovers' chances I would have thought. So I noticed at the at the moment the Prio top scorers uh, list has both of his um, both of his fellow strikers uh, ahead of him in, in the list so Max Simpson cohen and Martin Sevenor uh, are ahead of Finn at the moment uh, and, but if he is to be missing in the last stages of the season I certainly need those two to uh, to take it on. And obviously a big game coming up this weekend, um, hosting Saints, who got a good win themselves um, against North. Uh, Yeah, I suppose the feeling down there will presumably be uh, one of sort of confidence going to that. Yeah, I I think they've got no reason not to be confident. Uh, I think we've said before, the strength of the bench that they're leaving out of the starting team at the moment is, uh, in in Jersey terms, is is ridiculous, really. So... um, you know, uh, fair play to, Ro- to Rovers while the while the wheels are rolling nicely. They need to keep it going. I uh, just finally, Jim, you have a five nil win and um, uh, Sam Hall also on the score sheet in spectacular fashion. He spins Whitmore scores four goals, and yet everybody leaves the ground talking about the mir- uh, miraculous fit, which was a Sam Hall special. I mean, yeah, um, he maybe wasn't you know hugely influential in, in the in the game, although he did start the move to set up the first goal. But this fourth goal was an absolute treat, picking the ball up on the edge of the box. Um, and as a left-footed player, drifting towards the right-hand side and then just um, not quite chipping, but yeah, just placing a, a shot back into the far corner. It was a, 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 you know, a brilliant goal. Uh, and I think his team fully recognised that. And you know, it was, yet again, a, a demonstration of how, uh, just how dominant and good Rovers were on the day. And just a word on Rec, Jim. Uh, obviously, you know, there were... They've been sort of flying high this season, ahead of schedule probably for Mark Rummerall and the, the team down there. Um, but yeah, obviously a, a day when things didn't really go their way at all. Uh, harsh to judge on a 90-minute performance, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if their title challenge uh, had evaporated across that 90 minutes. You know, that was a, a really um, a weak performance, I want to say. You know, uh, and again, in all departments, you know, showed very little up front. Uh, fragile at the back, midfield, intermittent. Yeah, it just didn't happen to them at all. Oh, well, there's uh, Roma's team talk for the next game. Um, cheers, Jim, for your time. We'll uh, speak to you soon. Okay, cheers. 
James Fowler there. Um, as we say, Rovers host St. Martins on Saturday in the pick of this week's games. And as far as St. Martins are concerned, Gareth, yeah, a really good result for them. A 2-1 win over North keeps them very much sort of in contention um, with all of the sides at the top. What was your reaction to that at Blanche Pierlene? Um I was almost pleasantly surprised for Saints. They've been they've been having their, their difficulties of late. Um so well done to Jason Lehman and his side for that for that win. It's uh, it's obviously a, a big win for them. They, you might suggest they've probably still it sort of kept them in the title race. If they'd have lost that, they'd have it'd been their fourth defeat. If they happen to win sort of every game they've got left, then you wouldn't be surprised if they were still in in with a shout. Um, the North uh, uh, North will obviously be disappointed with the result, but you do have to sort of just have a quick glance at the GFC side on Saturday and realise that sort of like you say, Sam Murray was playing for GFC. There was also sort of Tom Bowden, um, Keen Domar was away with them as well. So. Um, North, obviously, sort of um, perhaps not quite what you'd regard as full strength, even though they 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 have to sort of cope with their their GFC absentees. But um, no, that's a that's a big win for Saints, and um, certainly one which they'll be looking to build on going to Portsmouth this week. Yeah, get a result down there, or even a win at, at Portsmouth, and uh, they'll be kind of right back into mm. contention. Um, elsewhere this weekend, North go to Bells, Verrek hosts Alderney, and Sylvans go to Rangers. Um, so yeah, an interesting slate of fixtures there, and for Rangers in particular, with Sylvans kind of down there right at the bottom um, with uh, Alderney and Rangers, that'll be uh, yeah. After that confidence-boosting win over Bells, um, yeah, good opportunity to to really, um, I suppose, kind of make a statement. Yeah, to be honest, I mean that was perhaps the the biggest shock result. Well, not result. I don't I don't want to say it was a surprise that Rangers won, but the actual the size of the victory was. It sort of took me by surprise when I saw that one coming through on on Saturday. It was another hat trick for uh, Stefan Timms in that one. So um, yeah, Rangers obviously building a bit of confidence, and yeah, if they can get um, another win under their belt on this weekend they'll be looking to move up the table once more yeah I should say Bells North is the Friday night game um, the other three all on Saturday afternoon um, GFC also at home two o'clock kickoff at Foots Lane they welcome Northwood the league leaders in this in South Central so that'll be a very big game and we'll have reaction to that on next week's pod um, our thanks once again to Rehoin Sun for their support of the show as ever do pick up a paper six days a week for the best local sports coverage and the best local football coverage and if you're not already make sure you've hit follow or subscribe wherever you're getting your podcast to get every episode delivered straight to you right we'll be back on thursday with a Guns press sport podcast and we'll see you next time for more football on monday cheers gareth <laughs> cheers tony <laughs>